Have you ever found yourself in the middle of a hot spot? You don't know what you've done to deserve it, but the temperature of your circumstances is rising and you don't know what to do about it. Today's program might just cool you off a bit and give you a life-changing strategy. Welcome to today's program, Refined, Finding Joy in the Midst of the Fire. This is your host, Bible teacher and author, Carol McLeod. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio with Carol McLeod. For more information about Carol, Just Joy Ministries, or her other messages, please visit our website at justjoyministries.com. And you can find Carol on Facebook at Carol McLeod, Bible teacher and author. We're also here if you need prayer. Please call us toll free with your prayer request. 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Now let's join Carol for today's inspiring message. Well, at the close of yesterday's program, we had barely met these young men who'd been kidnapped by Nebuchadnezzar when we had to leave them hanging in the middle of Babylon. So let's pick up the story today and see what's going to happen to these extraordinary young men. Let's read Daniel 1, 3 through 5. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, the chief of his officials, to bring in some of the sons of Israel, including some of the royal family and of the nobles, youths in whom there was no defect, who were good-looking, showing intelligence in every branch of wisdom, endowed with understanding and discerning knowledge, and who had ability for serving in the king's court. And he ordered Ashpenaz to teach them the literature and language of the Chaldeans. The king appointed for them a daily ration from the king's choice food and from the wine which he drank, and appointed that they should be educated three years, at the end of which they were to enter the king's personal service. So what we know by reading this scripture is that these young men, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were the whole package. They were the big men on campus. They were from godly families. They knew the word of God and they were non-compromising, youths in whom there was no defect. We also know that they were young boys. The word that's used in the Hebrew to describe them actually means pre-adolescent. So these boys were most likely between 10 and 12 years old. They were chosen by the king's right-hand man to be a part of a young team of leaders whom they they were going to brainwash. The goal was to take the brightest and the best and convert them to serve the new kingdom in which they lived. They wouldn't just physically serve the kingdom, but mentally and emotionally, they would serve Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon as well. You see, Nebuchadnezzar didn't want slaves. He was growing leaders. He wanted leaders in his kingdom. King Nebuchadnezzar was the supreme leader of Babylon, and he was feared throughout the entire world. Daniel 1, 6 and 7. Now among them from the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Then the commander of the officials assigned new names to them. And to Daniel, he assigned the name Belshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Arizah, Abednego. So the first thing that happened to these boys was that the king 
changed their name. The king told the chief of the officials, change their names. Did you know that the first thing your enemy tries to do is to attack your identity? He tries to make you think that you're somebody that you are not. The enemy tries to change your name from the righteousness of God to not good enough. He tries to get you to believe you're not beloved, you're rejected. He tries to change you from royalty to not rich enough and from forgiven to guilty. So the first principle we find in this story is don't let the enemy tell you who you are. Don't let the devil give you a new name. Get your identity from God's word and stand on it. King Nebuchadnezzar may have changed their names, but he was not able to change their hearts. So the king and his right-hand man wanted the youths to eat from a rich and tantalizing buffet. They were going to be fed choice wine and fattening expensive food. Let's read about it in Daniel 1, 8 through 12. But Daniel made up his mind that he would not defile himself with the king's choice food or with the wine which he drank. So he sought permission from the commander of the officials that he might not defile himself. Now God granted Daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the commander of the officials. And the commander of the officials said to Daniel, I'm afraid of my lord the king who has appointed your food and your drink. For why should he see your face looking more haggard than the youths who are your own age? Then you would make me forfeit my head to the king." But Daniel said to the overseer, whom the commander of the officials had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for 10 days and let us be given some vegetables to eat and water to drink. So Daniel was apparently the ringleader of these young men. And Daniel 1.8 tells us a very interesting fact about Daniel. It says that Daniel made up his mind. He had determined, he had resolved that he would not defile himself by the whims and the ways of his culture. Don't you love that phrase? Daniel made up his mind. Have you made up your mind? Have you determined, I will serve God regardless of what culture I find myself in? Who and what are you allowing to impact your life? It matters. It matters very, very much. When you find yourself at the crossroads of kingdom and culture, you must make up your mind that you will not allow the culture to defile the person that God has created you to be. So, you know, I have three boys, three young men, and let me tell you, when they were teenagers, they would eat almost anything I put in front of them. And often on Sundays, we would go to a buffet at a restaurant called the Golden Corral. Have you ever heard of the Golden Corral? And in front of my teenage boys was steak and fried chicken and biscuits and gravy and mashed potatoes and chocolate pudding and corn pudding. And let me tell you, my three boys could pack away as much in one hour flat as the rest of us could eat in an entire week. I don't know a young man who would turn down a rich and tantalizing all-you-can-eat buffet. Do you? But Daniel, Hananiah, 
Mishael and Azariah turned it down flat. They said, we will not be defiled by the smorgasbord that you have put in front of us. I believe that Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah were greatly impacted by the leadership of Daniel. I believe that when Daniel said, I have made up my mind that these three other young men got in line behind him. So principle number two that we can learn from this story is choose as your role model someone who has made up their mind to serve God wholeheartedly. So when questions of compromise arrive, when the temptation of the culture flirts with you, you will be aligned with someone who refuses to walk the way of the culture. If you hang around with men and women who gossip and whine and complain, you won't have the right stuff inside of you when you go through a fire. Choose as your role model someone who has made up their mind to serve God wholeheartedly. Daniel 1 13 through 6. Then let our appearance be observed in your presence and the appearance of the youths who are eating the king's choice food and deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them in this matter and tested them for 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, their appearance seemed better and they were fatter than all the youths who had been eating the king's choice food. So the overseer continued to withhold the choice food and the wine they were to drink and kept giving them vegetables. When you choose to honor God in difficult circumstances, God will honor you. God will give you favor even during difficult times. Daniel and his three friends had determined we will not compromise. And because they were bold enough, because they were strong enough to take a stand, do you see what God did? God caused them to be healthy, even when they were just eating vegetables and water. God had his hand of favor upon these young men because they had chosen in their hearts, they had determined in their youthful hearts to serve God and serve God alone. Daniel 1.17. As for these four youths, God gave them knowledge and intelligence in every branch of literature and wisdom. Daniel even understood all kinds of visions and dreams. You know, I've often wondered if the situation with the buffet was actually a test for the lion's den and for the fiery furnace. All four of these young men were going to face something much more difficult than just saying no to cheesecake and lobster in the days to come. And so principle number three that we can learn is that every circumstance and situation that you face in life will be used to strengthen you and to prepare you for what lies around the next corner. Every circumstance and situation in life will be used to reaffirm your heart for serving God. If these boys had eaten the buffet, we would never know their names. They would have been one of the brainwashed youths who had caved into culture and to opinion 
and to peer pressure. But because they had made up their minds, because these boys had obeyed God in adverse conditions, he used all four of them. He used Daniel and Hananiah and Mishael and Azariah to change the course of history. Will you just be one of many? Will you cave into the culture? Will you give in to peer pressure? Do you mistakenly believe that your everyday choices don't matter? Or will you allow God to use us at this time in history? Will you resolve like Daniel did to make up your mind in the face of cultural compromise? When the crossroads of your life meet at the place of culture and kingdom, my prayer is that you will have the anointing of Daniel and that you too will make up your mind. We're so glad you were able to join us today. The Just Joy staff would love to hear from you. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Or simply go online to justjoyministries.com. Whether you want to live above the ordinary or learn to worship God even during hardships, Carol has great teachings to help you every step of the way. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at JustJoyMinistries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433. It's my pleasure to study God's Word with you and remind you to never, never, never give up. Don't give up on God or on yourself or on your future. Never give up. If you're struggling and need prayer, please call us today. The phone number is easy to remember, 855-JOY-LIFE. Or you can email me directly, carol at justjoyministries.com. If you've been blessed by the messages and the ministry, please let us know with your sponsorship. Call us toll free, 855-569-5433 or go online to justjoyministries.com.